Welcome back to the Divorce Solutions Podcast, everyone. I'm Jamie West from Divorce.com, along with Tracy Miller, veteran family lawyer and uh, a big proponent of Alternative Dispute Resolution, or ADR, as we call it in the biz. Tracy, good to, <laughs> good to talk to you again. Yeah, that's, uh, this is a business that's full of acronyms, that's for sure, and that's one of them. It sure is, and, and that's, that's one that we want people to be really familiar with is, is ADR, or Alternative Dispute Resolution. I think the court system or the family law system in, in Canada wants everybody to be aware of that too, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think whether it's, you know, collaborative, whether it's mediation, whatever it is, yeah, I think there's certainly an emphasis now more than there ever has been on people looking at alternative ways to try and get their life straightened around and get the separation resolved and not turn it into a you know giant legal war if you don't have to. Yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day who said, you know, the the world seems angrier these days. That people in <laughs> society seem seem angrier. Uh, do you do you get that feeling when you're just out and about? I do. I I, I really? see it. I, I yeah, I see that people are people are quick to freak out about stuff, small stuff that doesn't. You know, I think, why are you freaking out about that? There's so many <laughs> bigger things to freak out about other than whether the guy took your parking spot or not, you know? I think the older I get, the more I want to, I want less drama. I don't want everybody's drama. I don't want people like flipping out, overreacting, road rage, all of that nonsense. You just think they, the older I get, the more I think there yeah. just has to be a simpler way to deal with stuff, you know? Yeah, I think so too. And, and you know, I, I just... When people are starting out in terms of separation and divorce, there's almost this, um, in a lot of cases, this calm before the storm kind of thing. There's sort of the storming that's been going on that's leading up to one or both parties thinking, okay, this marriage is over. I got to get out of this marriage. And then, then kind of a calm seems to settle in for a little while. And everybody's getting kind of quiet. And it's it's almost like you're just... You're waiting for, you know, that bomb to come flying in uh, <laughs> and, and, and drop. And then it does. And everybody scatters and runs off to lawyers, to friends, family, colleagues, mechanics and hairdressers looking for advice. And that's what we want to talk about today is family and friends and their and how well-meaning they are. And I put in uh, quotations sometimes. Um, and why... We need to be careful about listening to family and friends when, especially when we're first starting out on the road to separation. You take it from there, <laughs> lawyer. Well, yeah, you know, there's a really <laughs> fine line with people because I think for most people, this is such a huge event in their life and um, there's a lot of questions and they're not really sure quite often at the outset, you know, what they should do, let alone what the process is that they're supposed to go in. So I think, you know, the starting point is support systems are critical. I think it makes a huge difference for people. Um, this is pretty tough to try and wade through this on your own. But um, where I think it becomes an issue and is I think family and friends are well-meaning, but I think they can make it more difficult without knowing so. And I'll, t I'll tell you what I mean, because okay. if you have, you know, I've had a couple in the last week where people came in and they're trying to get it resolved and they have a fairly clear idea after we're talking it through about what they want to do. But then they have a friend or family member that goes, 
you should just go to court. You should just go and get an order. Oh, yeah. Um, you shouldn't take this crap. I mean, he shouldn't have left you or she shouldn't have slept around or whatever right. it is. You deserve this. You deserve that. Yeah, you, a judge you know. is, absolutely. A judge is going to see it your way. And they think by getting behind somebody and doing that, that somehow you're helping. And in my experience, frankly, you're not because of two things. If you have been in the system, if you've been through a separation, if you have some idea of how much and how long and what the costs are, then maybe you should be having that conversation. But quite often people just don't. I mean, for somebody to say, yep, just go run off and get a quick court order instantly, you know, okay, maybe you're well-meaning. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and there's no, yeah, such right? thi- there's no such thing as a quick court order, uh, no. uh, except for under the most dire of circumstances. And that's very, very rare. Nothing's quick as we've talked about on this show uh, many times, but you're absolutely right. Um, if anything, uh, family and friends, um, if they don't control themselves, all they do a lot of the time is throw gasoline on the fire that's already smoldering or is or is burning, you know? Well, I think it's so easy to increase the acrimony, right? And when you take a step back and if you start to appreciate, like we've said so many times on this podcast, that you can easily wade into a situation if it gets really ugly that's going to be, whether you go to court or not, that's going to take years and it's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars. And at the end of it, you may look back and go, geez, I wish I hadn't been so pissed off about everything and being angry about everything. I wish I had done it differently. So if people want to help, um, I think being supportive is great. I think listening is great. And if you really are in, you know, if you're going to be in for the whole nine yards, maybe you want to go with somebody if they're going to a lawyer's appointment. I mean, you can certainly run into confidentiality issues, but that's for the lawyer to discuss with you. Um, But you just have to be careful because getting somebody all amped up, then they start to second guess whether they should settle. They're already upset as it is at the worst point in their life. And like you said, if you're just throwing gasoline on the fire, stop it, right? Like, just don't right. do that. And and, and and let's be honest, most of us have family, again, well-meaning and friends, yeah. well-meaning, but they've got their own individual uh, value systems. Uh, they've got their own uh, uh, dynamics that may or may not be dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah. So, so the yeah. f- one of the first things that I tell uh, my clients who come to me at DivorceCom is I say to them, uh, I suggest to them that the one of the first things that they should do is hook themselves up with a therapeutic intervention of some kind. For they, sure. Even if they think right now, I don't, oh, I don't need that. I'll do that later when this is all. No, 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 no. You need, now's the time <laughs> because that is unbiased uh, support, emotional and mental support. And then you can you can bring if you say you go to the family dinner and your mother or father or your brother or sister give you unsolicited advice you can take that into your session with your therapist and work through that and your therapist can help you sort the wheat from the chaff not legally but emotionally right and then then you've got that part kind of under control and then the lawyer uh or the mediator or whoever can handle the other part so yeah i think it's critical i mean over the years the number of people i've seen that have engaged a counselor or a therapist at some point i can't even count and i think it's an awesome idea and i think it's for the reasons you say but i think the other thing is people some a lot of times underestimate the stress in this process 
right? They underestimate the stress of being separated. I mean, it's probably one of the most stressful events you're going to go through in your entire life. No question. It is, yeah, it is not easy. And if you can get a therapist that's going to help you kind of stay on track and be able to look at um, the issues that you have sitting in front of you legally, they may be easier to look at if you can deal with all the emotional someplace else, right? Lawyers aren't therapists. We're not psychologists. That's not what we do. So if you can deal with all of that and then come into some type of a meeting with a professional like a lawyer or an accountant, calmer and not letting all of that stuff um, guide your your decision making, you're going to be a lot better off for sure. Yeah, no, there's no question. And, and people, you know, right away also become concerned about the cost of everything. They're, they're you know, money is a trigger of fear at the beginning of separation. Naturally, it is because mm-hmm. that that area it, it has to be discussed and, and worked out. So, OK, you're fearful of that. Well, now I got to now you're telling me, Jamie and Tracy, they got to go and pay a therapist, to, you know, a couple hundred bucks an hour. And I got to pay a lawyer bucks an hour and I got to pay mm-hmm. West an hour. Listen, there are there are a lot of resources in every community especially the larger cities or medium. There's a lot of resources there that don't cost anything or cost very little uh, that you can um, use, uh, you know, and, and get this kind of help uh, through. I was thinking about this before we came on the air and I was thinking, you know, even, even 12 step programs for people, it, it sounds funny. People think of 12 step programs as well. I've got to be addicted to alcohol or drugs or something to be, to go to a 12 step program. I'm going to say to people, try it, go, go to a 12, go to a 12 step program and, and see if the themes in a, in 12 step resonate with how you might be feeling at this, at this time. Um, because they're totally anonymous. <laughs> they cost nothing. You know, they, they pass the hat around. Or, and I mean, most of them are online nowadays too. Like you couldn't go online. You don't even have to go to a room or drive anywhere. Um, and a lot of people can get a, a real good emotional support uh, from those types of programs as well, whether you're an alcoholic or a drug addict or not. You don't have to be. No, and I've seen people that um, have uh, done meditation and found there that makes go. a very big difference. There you I've go. had people that have gone on retreats, and um, and that grounds them. I mean, anything to deal with your mental health in a situation like this is an awesome idea. And just what you were saying, um, it will cost you more to have two lawyers battle out at $800 combined or $1,000 an hour combined when you consider that or the more. two of them. Yeah. yeah. And when they, if they're going to have to read through, you know, these long, huge winded emails and hear the same arguments and the same issues over and over because people can't see it clearly enough to get it done, more expensive than going to a counselor. And it's like we said before, it's just like going to an accountant. I can read a financial statement, a business financial statement. If there's a serious amount of accounting work that needs to be done, I, I get an accountant to do it because they're going to do it faster than I am, right? Or if there's counseling that needs to be done, you need to go to a counselor because their hourly rate isn't going to be $400 an hour. Right. It's probably going to be less than that. And that's what their skill set is. So when that's their skill set, they're going to do it faster and cheaper than if you try and, and just slug it out with the lawyers on these issues, right? Yeah. The other thing, the, sorry, just something I just didn't want to miss on. The other thing that people do is there's so much information on social media. Oh, yeah. Right. 
Yeah. There's a ton of information out yeah. there. I can't even sort through it sometimes when you're when people are talking about what they found on there. Mm-hmm. Generally, at the emotional point that you're at, may not be the best place to be looking, right? Because well, there's I, just way too much. It's overwhelming the well, amount of stuff, the crap that's out there. Well, there is, and we I th- we think we talked about it in another episode where we said social media is not your friend. Mm. Um, I know I know that on on my website, I t- that's one of the tenets of of what I say to people first up on the website: stay off of social media. Yep. It's yep. not it's not helpful at all when you're going through this uh, process. In fact, it's, it's dangerous. It's, um, on so many levels, you've got to stay off of that and, and don't, don't engage, uh, uh, with that. But yeah, I mean, family, family and friends, uh, some of them are well-meaning, some of them aren't, some of them use your, um, misfortune of, of having a family breakdown to judge you. Um, you know, mm-hmm. who hasn't had, you know, their lives are known a family where the brother points at the sister and says, see, I told you he was no good. I told <laughs> he was no good for you. And, and how many times did we tell you? And here you are, you know, like that's the kind of thing that doesn't help. It doesn't no, help the it number, at all. The number of people, the number of clients I've had that have at some point say, I had no idea how stressful this was to go through this process. So, um, if you think that you know what it's like and you haven't been through that, then you need to stay, take a step back because it's it's really difficult for people usually. Uh, and how you handle it can make it a whole lot more difficult, right? Right. So the moral of this story is take your advice from professionals that are specific to the issue Absolutely. that you're looking for advice on. Financial, get a financial expert. Uh, therapeutic mental health emotional help uh that would in, that would be therapists and medical professionals uh legal that would be uh lawyers um you know real estate par- real estate right real estate right get a get a real estate agent to get to give you advice on that instead of surfing around on the internet and trying to figure out in this economy when the market is crazy over the last couple of years to try and figure it out on your own it's just it's just not it's not a good way to do it. Right. And and in all cases, in all of those categories, whether it's real estate agents, lawyers, uh, therapists, uh, divorce coaches, whatever, uh, be discerning. Don't mm-hmm. just jump into the first one that comes along and throw your money down and hope for the best. No, be a yeah. little more discerning. Ask some, ask some important questions uh, so that you feel a little bit better about the decision that ultimately you'll make about hiring that person because uh, it's important. It's critically important what you're going through. So there's all of that, you know. Um, Tracy, how do people get a hold of you if they'd like to make contact? It's Miller Law and Mediation. Um, You can find me on the net, and it's Tracy at Miller-Law.ca if you want to send me an email. There you go. And uh, if you want to drop me a line, it's jwest at divorcecom.ca, and you can visit uh, divorcecom where you'll also find a link to the Divorce Solutions uh, podcast. And as we say on every program uh the information that you hear on divorce solutions is is conversation food for thought uh if you well, i kind of said it earlier if you you know yeah. your case is your case every case is very specific and therefore you need to get your own proper legal advice financial advice therapeutic advice medical advice so on and so forth uh we, you know that's not what we're doing here we're giving you reason to ask questions and go out and get your own information so with that um i will say to you tracy thanks again for this and uh we'll talk to you next time yep love doing it talk to you next time take care bye